0: Hello, and welcome to a mini-sode of the Written World podcast. So previously on this podcast, the way we'd been doing things was reading a book simultaneously, together, I mean, within the same period of time, discussing it together, and then sharing a piece of writing that we'd done in the author's style, all in one episode. And that was fun and good. But we found that it was making the episodes really long and also considered the fact that some people might not be so into listening to both our writing and our reviews. Like some people might just want one or the other. Um, And so we decided to break this up and going forward we'll do our um, reviews, discussion of the book. And then in a separate little mini episode we'll we'll share our writing in the style of the author of said book. And so, here we are. So, this goes with our last episode published, uh, The Fire" by trying my best with the name Georg Dragoman, um, translated from Hungarian. It's a Hungarian name. In English, it's George. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry if we really butchered your name, I swear I listened to the Google
1: Translate Yeah. Definitely wanna like formally apologize to uh Mr. Dragoman as I think last se- last episode I called him Gregory. Like we cl- I clearly <laughs> we are very American and it's a problem. I wrote two different little um sort of prose that slipstreams into verse esque pieces for um this sort of bonfire-themed writing, Um, and the first one is called Fairy Wings, so I'll start with that. Fairy Wings. My fingers freeze among dead seed pod wings. They have floated down, separated themselves from branch and trunk to propagate little trees. Little fairies spring from their brethren's fallen wings, not quite born of body, but of reincarnation. The sun strikes the hillside in false spring. Wind whips fey wings and pink hair, dries up cracked and picked over skin. I desperately need spring to come. The sun's warmth largely overshadowed by whips of cold feels foreign, like blood rushing through stiff and rigid limbs, like a life I can remember but can't quite grasp. I feel most myself out here in the sun, among the trees and their fairy wings. But it's still cold, I am not quite thawed, and though I hope for blood-pumping warmth, it is so hard to feel that I wonder if the chill will ever really leave. And then the second piece, sort of apropos, is called Bones. (laughs) Bones. Etched in my bones are the dark and rattling doldrums of my ancestors. The quiet but foreboding thrum that warns begs me to fall into into its melody. The wood is like a home I can never not long for. My mind is free amongst tangled and gnarled branches. When boughs break and sun streams through the canopy, there can be nothing else but me, the hum of my bones and the trees. Mother and father etched love and fear in pale white bird bones. Hollow and easily breakable, the small winged thing flies above the wood, away from home. This was before cages and molting feathers and feelings that can't be forgotten until they are. Bones, you see, can only hold up so much. Whether by generation stronger or weaker, they will always care and always disintegrate. But can they be other than themselves? Bones. That's it.
0: So, what part of the bonfire style were you looking to emulate? Like, what really stood out to you that you tried to incorporate into pieces? So, I
1: definitely picked... I was going for a couple of things. So, I picked doing sort of, like, wood-centric, like, imagery. Like, wood says in, like, the forest. Um, Sort of, like, a whimsical, mm-hmm. but not having any kind of creatures or anything. Something that pulled um sort of the fantastical from the everyday um and i guess sort of like an internal narrative slash like emotional reflection so from from that sort of space
0: i i feel like we latched onto <laughs> some very similar things um i don't know yeah, you yeah. tell me <laughs> okay On the first day that there is warmth in the air, I stay outside after school. When the bus drops me off and roars away, I stow my backpack under the porch and pick my way over the soft ground to the edge of the yard, where the grass gives way to rough earth that bursts with shining quartz and I can hear the creak off to my right, even if I can't see it. When I pass the drooping old willow that doesn't flower anymore, I begin to run. I'm fast as I sprint to the spot, the fastest I've ever been, and somehow my chest doesn't hurt and my legs don't feel heavy like they do when I run in gym class. I feel my feet kicking up the soft, mossy soil and it feels like the ground is a springboard propelling me to my destination. When I get there, though, something is off. I see all the usual things, the mountains of dirt, the rusted out car, the frayed rope swing hanging too far over my head for me to hope to swing on it. But something is different. I don't have a story, I realize. That's it. Normally I come out here with a story in mind, and that's where the fun begins. I'm an archaeologist, digging for the remnants of a long-ago creature. Or I'm a forest elf, collecting supplies for my little creekside hut where I make tea from dandelions and sweet berries. But nothing comes to me. I look around, hoping to jog whatever it is that typically gets the stories forming in my head. All I see is that the mountains of dirt aren't very tall at all, actually, and the glittering stones that typically draw my eyes are just dull, dew-dampened rocks, and the rope swing above me reminds me of something else, something bad, but I can't remember what it is, and before I can grasp onto any of it, I'm running, running back through the rough dirt and the mossy grass and the soft ground until I catch sight of my backpack beneath the porch. I snatch it up and bound up the stairs to the door. As I fumble with my keys in the lock, the air is icy. So you see what yeah, I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I feel like we laughed at a lot of similar things, but, like, the way that it was, like, executed with, was vastly different. I feel like you came at it with that very, like, yeah. like, mature but still, like, child narrative. You know, that sort of, like, whimsical, like... Mm-hmm child voice where like I feel like I just came at this with my own voice I was like yeah time to do some (laughs) self-reflection
0: but the atmosphere like felt the same like in your writing as in the book like it was your voice but you somehow like captured the same atmosphere
1: but I feel like you captured like a similar voice and atmosphere to the yeah character not not necessarily yeah ish to the character because she was kind of mean sometimes <laughs> um and this didn't really have that like <laughs> but no i but i mean yeah that i did really
0: want to do i think i mentioned in the other episode that the voice of that book is emblematic of a child young teenager who spends a lot of time in their own head and so that's really what i tried to capture um I think it's interesting we were both drawn to, like, forest imistri- imagery.
1: Um, I, I think you definitely, like, hit the nail on the head with with that sort of reflection. Um, I kind of, like, I tend to refuse to write from child point of view, so I think that's one of the reasons why I avoided it. Interesting. So I thought that was... Why is that? I couldn't, like, give you a solid answer. I think part of it just comes from my sort of, like, not your... Ir- A little bit of like irritation or tiredness of sort of like the buildings Roman narrative, and like the Mm. you know, like I my childhood shaped like why I want to read and like my love for reading, but like I think that like I'm at a point in my life where I almost want to move forward from that, but also and maybe like distinguish Mm -hmm. myself from that, but at the same time, I like I long for that whimsicalness. That makes sense. <laughs> Interesting.
0: So it's you no, don't just don't hate just children. Hate okay, cool. I will say like it was kinda of fun to write from like I felt like this child was like kind of precocious, which I think is a fun mm-hmm. place to be. Like I don't know, that's kinda of how I feel sometimes. Like I'm just I'm really just a kid thinking. I'm like Look at me doing all these silly things. (laughs) Who am I to think I could do these? I'm just a kid. So that's basically where it was. Yeah. I don't know. What was your experience like writing? So the the first
1: one I actually just wrote because I was like sitting outside one day and like was near a wooded area and kind of like feeling my feelings and looking at these weird little, you know, those seed pods that fall off the trees that look like little wings. That's yeah. So I just. Mm -hmm. Well, helicopters. helicopters. So I wrote about those but instead of them being like w- helicopter wings or, or like propellers helicopters don't have wings <laughs> um, <laughs> that like they would be like sort of like fairy wings and that that was sort of like emblemic of like oh like these fairies are dying all around us but it's like this beautiful thing because it's like replanting this new life but mm. it's literally it's just a tree so that was the first one the second one I was specifically like writing for this and decided to sort of couple it with the last one Because I feel like I've come back to this idea before That sort of, like, your your bones are sort of, like, something Like, the like the insides of you or something that, like, are passed down from your ancestors And yet are your own And are sort of, like, shaped the way that you function in the world And I think that, like, a lot of what the Bonefire is about is, like, generational trauma So I kind of, like wanted to allude to that Mm -hmm. a little bit, so. Ooh, that is so, (laughs) wow,
0: I love that. And also, I think that, I think that the impulse to, like, move into verse, I don't know, I feel like the style lends itself really well to verse. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. All right, so that was our little tributes to The Bonfire by Georg Dragamon.
1: Yeah! (laughs) Um,
0: So, tune in next time for our next take on a book, which will be
1: The Low Low Woods by Carmen Maria Machado.
0: Yes. Very excited. Um, We're not gonna write in the style of that one because that is a graphic novel. And while we both like art, we both don't Absolutely have time not. for that but anyway we're gonna talk about it yeah so tune and if next you're following <laughs>
1: along with our reading challenge that's number eight farewell
0: see ya